It also is a great detoxifier. So it's going to help clean out the cells. So it's help, going to help detox all the gunk we get exposed to that we put on our face with makeup or what we breathe in or the water we drink in or the air we breathe in. We're always bombarded by a ton of chemicals. So glutathione helps eliminate that. So if we don't have anything that really eliminates all this gunk from our body, it's going to accumulate and cause this chronic inflammatory response, can, which can lead to various chronic conditions. You're listening to the Integrative Medical Podcast with Dr. Jake, a licensed naturopathic doctor who will show you how to tap into your body's natural ability to heal your health issue and improve your symptoms quickly without harmful drugs or devastating surgeries. So pour some tea, get comfortable where you are, and enjoy this healing episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Teresa. I am a mom, a health nut, and a wife to a cancer fighter. And I'm here today with Dr. Jake to talk about glutathione. It's a hot topic right now. There's a lot of misunderstandings about what it's about, and what it does, and how it's absorbed, and so forth. So he's going to talk today about the best forms, why we should take it, the benefits, all of that. Dr. Jake? Yeah, so I'm really excited to be able to talk about glutathione and all the benefits today. Yeah, it uh, has a lot of great benefits, and it's going to be really fun to talk about. Well, great. And you've had um, some success with patients um, using glutathione before. So I'm looking forward to hearing you know, about uh, the steps that you've taken to help them boost it and all of that. But before we jump into that, I want to remind our listeners, you're going to learn a lot today. But remember, this is just a podcast, right, Dr. Jake? Yeah, so this is just a podcast where I'm not going to give any specific treatment plans or protocols or anything like that. So if you know someone that has autoimmune disease or cancer or chronic fatigue or many other chronic diseases, give our office a call. Uh, you can visit our website, integrativemedica.com. Find our phone number there and give my staff a call and set up an appointment with me or someone on my staff. Wonderful. All right. Well, let, let's dive into this, but I, I have to comment right now. You seem so relaxed. And I have to assume that it is because you just got back from like a month long vacation. What have you been doing yes. this last uh, time? It, it was really great. It was uh, October was a very interesting month. So I was able to take about two weeks worth of vacation, which was great. That's, that's rare. So I, I have a lot more doctors on my staff. So I'm able to take more breaks, which is, which is awesome. But uh, we were able to, in the middle of the month, we were, we took a really short vacation just with some friends for four days up to. Wyoming and Idaho area. We went and visited Jackson Hole, ate good food. We we're able to go on the hot hikes around there and visit the mountains up there, the Grand Tetons. I've never really hiked around the Grand Tetons before. I've been to Jackson Hole a lot, but I didn't really hike. So it was a lot of fun. We we're able to uh, see the beautiful colors up there with the contrast of the snow. And we were able to see a lot of wildlife. It was really great to be able to see an elk crossing the river. So that was a really fun trip. We went to Yellowstone, visited the the hot springs there. It was it was interesting because I've never been there during more of the October, so it's a colder time. So you're able to it's just a little different experience, and you're able to see the steam a little bit more. Yeah, it was a great trip to be with uh, family and friends and do that. Uh, and then I went back to work for a week, and then we went uh, to the Carolinas. So we showed up in Charleston, drove over to uh, Asheville, North Carolina which is just outside of South Carolina, up in the mountains there, the, the Blue Ridge Mountains. That was a beautiful area during the fall time, seeing the change of the colors, and we were able to go see a ton of waterfalls. We were able to see white squirrels, which is, that region is the only place in the world that 
I understand is have white squirrels, maybe some other places, but they really think it's a cool thing. We went down to Charleston and got to experience the Southern culture, see the great architecture there, eat some great food. It was a great time. I love it. Wow. That sounds awesome. Now I've been uh, recently for the very first time also to Yellowstone and Wyoming and was just amazed by how beautiful it was out there. Never been to the Carolinas. I, my mom and some of my family has. Every, I've never heard anyone come back with a bad story about the Carolinas. It sounds like a beautiful place. So it's definitely on my bucket list, especially now that, you know, it seems like a lot of travel to out of those countries not going to be as, uh, as probably prevalent for me in my life. I'm really excited to just get to enjoy like all the beauty of the United mm -hmm. States. Really, there's so many mm -hmm. beautiful places to visit. So looking forward to that. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing. I know people are eager right now to listen about glutathione. We put out a video last month, you know, all about, you know, the NAC and, and the NAC ban. And there's been a lot of questions. And we know that one of the reasons why you were talking so much about it is its correlation with glutathione, which brought up a lot of questions about it. And we want to make sure that we really um, educate our audience on it and, uh, you know, why it's important. So let's get, let's just start with just general topic. Like what is glutathione? And why is it important to our health? So glutathione is three amino acids attached to each other. So there's cysteine, there's glycine, and then there's glutamate. So these three amino acids join together and make the wonderful molecule glutathione. And it's needed for so many different reactions in our body. It's probably one of the most prescribed supplements I do give to my patients because it does so many different different things. So what are some of these amazing things that it does? Why isn't it so important? So let's dive into what it what it does do. So it's a great antioxidant. So what that does is it reduces what's called reactive oxygen species. These reactive oxygen species can damage all parts of our body, our blood vessels, all our organs, our nervous system, etc. So Glutathione is the most potent antioxidant we have out there. So we hear a lot about these foods you could take that are antioxidant. We talk about vitamin C or maybe vitamin E. You've heard about antioxidants, but glutathione is so much more potent than any of these. So it's our best antioxidant. Decrease this oxidative stress, which is caused by the reactive oxygen species. Again, this is just a fancy word of saying that it causes this chronic inflammation and damage throughout the body, and glutathione is able to do that. So in my practice, I treat a lot of people with chronic disease, so they have a lot of oxidative stress. So glutathione is going to do a great job on doing that. It also is a great detoxifier, so it's going to help clean out the cells. So it's help, going to help detox all the gunk we get exposed to that we put on our face with makeup or what we breathe in or the water we drink in or the air we breathe in. We're always bombarded by a ton of chemicals, so glutathione helps eliminate that. So if we don't have anything that really eliminates all this gunk from our body, it's going to accumulate and cause this chronic inflammatory response, can, which can lead to various chronic conditions. So it also is great on eliminating heavy metals like uh, mercury and lead. There are other things that are more potent than glutathione, but a, glutathione is a really good uh, a heavy metal uh, eliminator too. And then it's great for the lungs because it helps uh, heal the inflammation in the lungs. It helps clear out the mucus. It's great for our brains because it's going to help improve cell signaling, has potential to stimulate regeneration and healing. It's great for heart health and decreasing the inflammation of the heart and the blood vessels. I could go on and on on glutathione. It's going to help every part of our, our, of our bodies. So I think overall, though, like the way that it affects every one of our systems is one is it reduces the inflammation and then it helps get rid of the, the negative things that are clogging up our system 
and interfering, you know, with how it's supposed to behave, getting rid of those toxins that help you that make us sick and so forth. So mm -hmm. it really just optimizes our whole body in the way that it yep. is designed to, to behave. Right. Yep. Exactly. So my question would be then leading up to it is how does our body make it naturally and why is there a need for supplementation if our body can make it naturally? So our body makes it naturally from amino acids, like the amino acids that I talked to you about. So like there's the glycine, the, the glutamate, and then we need the cysteine to be able to make glutathione. So some of these are essential amino acids. Others aren't essential amino acids. Uh, many of these you can make naturally from other amino acids in the body, like cysteine is made from methionine, and then cysteine can be made in other amino acids throughout the body. But we need these amino acids to be able to make glutathione. So if we're deficient in these amino acids, we're not going to have glutathione, which is very common. Sometimes you can't get enough of these amino acids to be able to get enough glutathione production depending on the condition we're treating. And then we need to really work on absorbability of glutathione, et cetera. So yeah, we make it naturally in our liver through these amino acids that are made in our body. We don't know it's going to be made. We don't know. Those amino acids could be used all over the place. So if you're taking just like cysteine or you're just taking glycine, we don't know if that's absolutely going to be used in the liver to make glutathione or it's going to be used somewhere else in the body. Because these are precursors for so many things, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, these are, from what I understand about amino acids, amino acids are, are type of like protein pre precursor or something. We get it from our protein, right? Yeah. So we're getting it from proteins we eat. Right. Yeah, so and so our body protein. takes these amino acids and we use it to make all sorts of things. They're basically like, we put this one and this one together and that makes this. We put this one and this one together and that makes that. And our body is using it for all sorts of stuff. Glutathione, one of it, but... Because if you're deficient, you don't know if your body's just not wanting to make it, wanting to use it for other things. So then if you take it as a supplement form, you ensure that your body is actually getting it and using it accordingly. Yeah. So if you take pure glutathione, you're going to make sure it's actually going to be glutathione. If you take cysteine or glycine, which are common amino acids that are used to stimulate glutathione, and I'm not necessarily against these supplements, you're not going to get as high of concentrations. And I know there's the debate of absorbability, and we could talk about that in just a sec about the absorbability of glutathione, but you're going to get much higher doses and concentrations of glutathione if you take pure glutathione. Yes. And I do think that it's the next question because we had a lot of people wondering, they've been reading or Googling stuff and they're learning, wait a second, um, glutathione isn't necessarily absorbable. So should we really be taking it? Mm -hmm. Um, so let's talk then about, uh, what are some ways that we can boost our glutathione, uh, as far as different types of glutathione that is available to us, uh, which ones are great and absorbable, which ones we should not use or waste of money. They're not as absorbable. Uh, help us out here. How can we boost our glutathione levels in a, so in there's, a there's way? huge debate on glutathione, okay. About its absorbability. And yes, it is hard to absorb because again, it is three amino acids attached to each other. And our body is made, our digestive juices are made to break down proteins. So it's going to break down those bonds. And then you're going to be absorbing the amino acids separately in the body. But that doesn't mean it breaks down all the glutathione. So let's say you just use the basic glutathione. What I usually do is I do double the dose of if I'm doing a liposomal glutathione than if I'm doing just basic glutathione. 
I usually like liposomal glutathione. I'll talk about why I do that because it helps absorb, increase the absorbability, but you can just do plain glutathione, make, make sure it's a good quality and has good quality assurance. But if you do high amounts of it, you're still going to get really high amounts of glutathione. And if you look at the research that has been done on glutathione, you still get high concentrations of glutathione, taking regular glutathione supplements. So that works too, but you need to just take higher amounts and don't think that you're getting the same amount as a liposomal glutathione or something like that. So liposomal glutathione is going to be probably more than twice as absorbable as a regular glutathione. If it's done, if the glutathione, if the liposomal product is done right, there's some glutathione products are, they say the liposomal, but they're not done in the appropriate way to help it get absorbed really well. But liposomal is when the glutathione is bound to a lipid. And then if it's bound to a lipid, it's able to be absorbed through these lacteals. So it's not going to go through the digestive process as much as if you didn't do liposomal glutathione. So it's able to get right into the lacteals, which is going to take it into our lymphatics and bring it into the bloodstream that way. So it's able to get absorbed much more readily and we're able to get much higher concentrations. And that's my favorite way to take glutathione orally. Now, my favorite way to do glutathione if I'm treating someone that has a chronic disease and is really sick is to do IV glutathione because that's going to bypass all our digestive juices. It's going to get right into our bloodstream and we're going to get thousand times higher amounts of concentration that we could ever achieve orally with glutathione. And this is able to get those glutathione levels up very quickly. I'm able to get these levels up really quickly with the IV. It's not something you do forever, except if you have a really chronic disease, you might come in every six weeks to uh, 12 weeks for that, depending on the person, maybe every six months, all depends on the patient. But usually then I could get to a place that liposomal glutathione or a regular glutathione is able to keep the glutathione levels up. So you do IV periodically, and then in between those sessions, you take liposomal or long-term after you're done. When with I'm doing IV, IV, they're taking liposomal glutathione too. Um, so okay. I, I'm not doing IV all the time. They're able to take the liposomal glutathione every day. They come in for an IV of glutathione like one or t- once or twice a week for about two to three months. And we're able to get that glutathione stores up and get all their cells working and decrease that oxidative stress and the inflammation, get everything cooled off. Then the oral form that's going to be a much lower amount of glutathione is able to keep stabilize the patient and keep everything working well. So from what I'm hearing, it sounds like IV glutathione is probably best if you have a a serious disease, um, you know, chronic uh, condition Mm -hmm. Uh, and liposomal would be good for more just anybody who's wanting to increase the, their overall health, reduce inflammation, help their detoxification process and so forth. Yeah, that should be sufficient. Well, let's say someone's really wanting to really improve their health. IV glutathione can be good in that situation, or you're a big athlete and you're really producing a lot of reactive oxygen species. If you work out a ton, you are producing a lot of oxidative stress on your body. So you are wanting to get a lot more antioxidants than someone that's not moving around. Not saying you don't want to work out, but you want to make sure you do get good antioxidants. So giving them glutathione can really help them feel a lot better and regenerate and repair much more quickly when we do that. I would also wonder if it'd be good if like you just experienced a toxic event, like like if you were in California during the wildfires, um, mm-hmm. and even here in Utah where we're at, where we were just breathing in really bad air for such yeah. a long time, like would that be something that would warrant, you know what, I think I need to like boost my glutathione right now and really help my body. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. So like if you're like 
let's say you're here in Utah and the version gets really bad and the air quality is really bad and you're outside for a long time, or let's say you're in a house that doesn't have a good air filter, yeah, you might during that period of time maybe come in every two to six weeks and get an IV glutathione, but also be taking oral glutathione to make sure you don't get a lot of that oxidative stress happening in your body because of all those toxins you're getting in. Perfect. Okay, so moving on, I know in our last episode or two ago, uh, when we were talking about NAC specifically, that's what brought this whole episode up was just its relationship to to uh, glutathione. Those that didn't see that episode or coming in on glutathione, can you talk briefly about some things that we could take that do boost it that are more precursors such as NAC and some of the other options that are out there uh, that could that their bodies could use to help uh, make more of it naturally? So there's a lot of things that could be used to boost glutathione levels that aren't glutathione. And one of them is NAC, which is N-acetylcysteine or cysteine. You could take both. Both are going to boost your glutathione levels. And I don't think one's going to be better than the other specifically to boost glutathione levels. Now, we're not going to dive into this today, but there are some instances I prefer N-acetylcysteine over cysteine itself. But for the glutathione aspect, cysteine is great. You could take glycine as another amino acid. Again, we, we talked about the amino acid, the three uh, there that can help boost glutathione levels. And glycine is another one that we can use. But again, my favorite way, it, if I'm going to go after getting glutathione, I like to do glutathione itself. Now, if there's some reason why they can't get glutathione for expenses and things, because cysteine is going to be much cheaper than glutathione itself cysteine can still do a good job. Now, there are two other um, methods that I've heard out there that are, you know, kind of trending right now. I know in the cancer community, especially those who follow the Gerson method, who really want to boost their glutathione levels, they've been, there's a lot of talk and a lot of of those people in that community are doing coffee enemas. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a a supplement that's kind of trending right now in the health and wellness community uh, called NRF2. I know this is not necessarily some a couple of things that you do in your practice, but can you speak a little bit on on those two? Whatever you know, don't know about how, how those work. So yeah, I'm very familiar with coffee enemas, and I do prescribe it sometimes for my for my patients, and it does have potential to really be a great detoxifier, and it does help glu- boost glutathione levels a, a little bit. I mean, it's not going to be as potent as taking glutathione or taking high amounts of N-acetylcysteine, but I think it's it with in unison with all those, I think it's really great. And I have no problem with coffee enemas. There's a lot of good health and benefits that could happen from, from doing that. Nerf 2 is a new product out there that's uh, going to boost. It has some research on it to help boost glutathione levels. I don't use it a ton in my practice right now. I haven't seen the, really the need. But yeah, that's uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, there's other things like turmeric boosts glutathione. There's uh, milk thistle that boosts glutathione levels. So there are a lot of uh, things that helps a lot of the herbs that help support the liver or products that help support the liver. They're doing that by helping glutathione production. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing this. I know a lot of people are interested in like, okay, which ones are the good ones? Which ones are the bad ones? Like you did mention like, Hey, make sure that, you know, the glutathione that you're taking is good quality offhand. Can you think of any particular brands that you trust as good forms of, of glutathione that people could, could look up? Yeah, so my favorite brand for liposomal glutathione is from Quicksilver. They do a really great uh, glutathione product. I like the, a liposomal glutathione product from Pure Encapsulations. Uh, that one is in a capsule form. 
the Quicksilvers in a liquid form. Those are the main ones that I use in my practice. There's all kinds of good glutathones out there. I'll just make sure the brands that you use are third-party tested and you you can trust them. And physicians many times are going to be able to know what are going to be the good products or not. They're using certain programs that will look up which ones have, have third-party testing or not. So that's where I, what I do is I go and make sure that they are testing their products, making sure they actually have what they have. There's a lot of supplemental companies. They aren't regulated by the FDA. So you want to make sure that it is a product that you trust. Not that just because it's popular and a doctor says it's really awesome. If they say it's third-party testing, I would trust that. But uh, if they don't say that, or they just say, I, I like this product, yeah, just, just look into it and get to go to a doctor that you trust that is actually going to be looking into, this, into the science and not. I know one of the ones that I, um, I've, I've come to, to research and trust a lot, and Pure Capsulation is definitely one of them. The other one that I really like um, is one by Seeking Health. Dr. Ben Lynch, actually, uh, he's the one that started the, the supplement company, and they're third-party tested. And he, uh, his glutathione is really good quality too. And we'll make sure and put some links down below to some of the brands that uh, Dr. Jake and I talked about so that you don't have to start perusing Amazon trying to find, find some of this. Um, as far as anybody who'd like to follow you more, come in contact with you more, Dr. Jake, um, book an appointment, anything like that, how can uh, they get a hold of you? Yeah, so the best way is visit our website. That is integrativemedica.com. Find our phone number on there and give our give my staff a call you'll talk to rosemary or sydney and they will uh, set you up with me or someone on my staff and uh we'll get started and i know that you do offer virtual visits as well which is really yeah. helpful especially in in this time period where a lot of us aren't traveling as much so good to know that all right thank you dr jake so much and for everyone else we'll see you next week Hey, Dr. Jake, thank you for your time today. And if you enjoyed the show, then do us a favor and leave a review. It helps more people to find the show, which could save their life. And remember, this is a podcast and should not replace personalized attention from a medical professional like Dr. Jake. If you or someone you know has been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, cancer of any stage, or a life-changing illness, visit our website today and schedule a virtual appointment with one of our doctors who can lead you to a treatment plan in your area. That's integrativemedica.com. Integrativemedica.com. Thank you for listening to the Integrative Medica podcast with Dr. Jake. To hear past episodes and get alerts for the future, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and be sure to follow us on YouTube as well. Just search for Integrative Medica with Dr. Jake.